This is the Bartholomew Town Podcast. All right, Governor McKee, great to see you as always. Here we are in studio at WPRO today, and always a pleasure. Yeah, thanks, Bill. Thanks. Great being here and uh, talking about uh, Rhode Island. Yeah, we had some interesting discussions offline about the arts and the role that the arts can play as a magnet in both just culture, but of course also on an economic level. And it kind of ties into the theme of today's discussion, which is broadly speaking, an education plan that you rolled out in a pretty lengthy speech that you gave in Newport last week. I guess for anyone who's not familiar with that speech or hasn't paid attention in any way, shape, or form to this program, I guess summarize it, if you would, for, for the listeners. We're, I was very intentional about that about that um, address, uh, about education, and uh, laid out uh, the argument about why what we're going to be doing. So in, in principle, it says we're going to we're coming out of COVID. There's a recovery time, three to five years, uh, thinking that um, that our schools are going to actually make that up uh, under the current um, schedule they have. is It's not practical and it's not very realistic. So uh, I have laid out from, um, uh, from the election night uh, that we're going to meet or exceed Massachusetts levels on our on our on our education outcomes by the end of the decade, by the end of 2030. Uh, and the way that we're going to, uh, a piece of it that we're going to support that effort is going to kind of transition from a thought process of 180-day learning experience, which is primarily inside the school day, to a full 365-day learning experience. And the way that I outlined in the speech, the way that we're going to measure, what we're going to measure so that we know that um, – what we're working on is actually uh, getting the results that we want, which is that reaching Massachusetts level by the end of the decade, is that we, we set up three measurements, very measurable. Our reading and math outcomes on our RICAS scores, um, our attendance rates, uh, where have we, are we improving our attendance rates, and uh, increasing the amount of peop- uh, young people that apply for the FAFSA, which is your student loan, federal student loan program, that allows you to do uh, have education after the high school time frame, whether it's in associate degrees or different types of certificate degrees or two-year degrees, right, or four-year degrees. Um, so we can measure all of those. So what we're going to do is we're going to empower piece of the uh, the is going to empower mayors. As a former mayor, I know what I did in Cumberland. I know how I made that a education, a you know, household um, priority. I think virtually every single day. I think we're seeing the results of, uh, you know, of, of that piece helping uh, what happens inside of our schools, inside of school day, and you need leadership inside of the schools. We don't deny that. But we also know that as you activate uh, messaging through the mayor's office, it changes culture. And I did speak to one town administrator, actually a town manager, who really understood that. He, 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 he's, he's in a, one of the better-performing, so-called better-performing school districts. But when we talked about it, he said, I'm, I'm in – it's a culture change, right? So you're going to take the goal, right? Uh, lay out the, uh, put out the risk of saying, we will meet this level by 2030, just like JFK did with the, we will land on the moon and bring back, uh, you know, our uh, an astronaut safely back to uh, back to the United States uh, by the end of the 1960s. We've we've laid it out, so it's very measurable. Uh, it's going to be. We'll be held accountable of whether that what we're doing is work, but we're going to have able to measure every school in the state 
every district and every school in the Stateville, and we're going to be able to meet quarterly with teams like, that's why I picked Newport, with, with Mayor's Eye, you know, an outstanding leader, uh, council members who have been served as mayor of, of, of Newport on board, superintendent is fully on board. I was looking at some of their social media posts, really supporting the Learn 365 RI. You've got a, a Boys and Girls Club as a nonprofit that wants in, uh, that's willing to be measured every year on the outcomes. You've got Bank Newport is willing to be a, like a lead um, uh, business partner. Salve Regina is already committed. CCRI has been committed. And of course, we're going to be reaching out to the students and families and parents. So that's that's kind of the uh, you know the twenty minute uh, speech in about five minutes, but right. uh, three or four minutes. But uh, I think it opens up a, a good uh, dialogue with us to kind of fuller lay out why I believe so strongly that bringing municipal leaders into this mix is going to be add add to what we're currently doing. And the last piece I would say, Bill, is that when you bring a municipal leader in, a mayor, town administrator, president of the council, you are now when you talk about your community, like Zion in Newport, or me in Cumberland when I was a mayor, the outreach now goes to every family, every student, whether you're in a district school, in Newport district school, or whether you're in a charter school, or you're at St. Michael's in a private school, right? Or, a, or you're sending, or your children are going outside of state for their K through 12. It, it incorporates every single family. And that's why this is going to get the buy-in because now no one is left out. So no, no one's going to say, oh, you're doing it for that family, but you're not doing it for my family. No, it's every kid. And I did have one line in the speech that I repeat quite a bit is that we want every kid to get over the finish line. And we don't want to slow anybody down. So it's for every, every level of student to improve their skills. But we also understand that there's the hurdles that need to be taken down or lowered uh, to make sure that um, – we're giving everybody the advantage of getting over the finish line without slowing anybody down. And Rhode Island has been, I don't want to say dogged, but it's been an issue of comparing contrast with Massachusetts for a long time. And Massachusetts education levels in various metrics are ahead of Rhode Island, you know, for the most part. And there's always been the argument, well, look at East Greenwich or Barrington. And if they were in Massachusetts, they'd be in the middle of the pact. So this is this is a serious endeavor to raise not only test scores, but also just the, the, as you say, that 365 full spectrum education experience. So I guess you, you have the, the, the buy-in of the municipal leaders. You have private sector parties like Bank Newport in, in one case. You have institutions like Salvia Regina. What, are the, what is the object of the plan? What, what in, in the most basic sense, what is the idea for this plan? Is it to basically provide after-school programming, summer programming, and kind of hold the entire infrastructure accountable, or is it something different? So it's, and I, I'm very um, intentional saying it's out of school, not not after school. So it's out of sure. school. So traditionally we do after school, which means it's normally after the school day ends. This is, this is meant to be out of school strategies of learning. Uh, and, you know, and, and in some cases you already have examples that are working, for instance, I went to Ponagansett High School a few weeks back on a Sunday morning, about 8, eight o'clock in the morning, 9 o'clock in the morning. Uh, our staff was kind of saying, Dan, you kind of put in a long week. Why are you going there? I got to be with the families. We got to, I want to see what they're doing there. I walked into the, and the gym was filled at, at, at early in the morning on a Sunday morning on a robotics program. 
It was a New England competition, but we had four of our four of our uh, towns, uh, cities that are in, we're in, including Newport, had uh, a team there. And these kids were sit there in a in a Sunday, preparing hours and hours on computers to run these robots in a competition on the gym floor. And they were picking up uh, pillows and they were picking up cones. And there was six teams competing at the same time, but three of the teams were kind of like a team of their own that were kind of helping each other out, but hundreds of kids. And then the kids that, the students that were there from Rhode Island, they brought me into the other gym where it was like the indie pit stop. So they were actually reviewing what was happening during the competition. They were bringing the robot, you know, that the robotic into the, into the pit stop, and they were actually tinkering and trying to make it better for the next session. How many hours did these young people spend uh, uh, preparing for that? And right. so reading and math were all in there. So, so when you have an example like that, if Newport, which I believe they will, when they, when they partner in with these, um, these things that are already happening, uh, the difference is going to be the accountability. When, in that robotic program, if the mayor chooses to kind of incorporate some of the funding that we, that we announced in the speech, the $4 million that's going to be distributed for programs to any, any municipality that signs the compact, um, when, they, when they bring the Boys and Girls Club in, Joe Pratt knows that he's going to be meeting quarterly with the team in Newport, with our office, with RIDE, with the Higher Ed Board, which Shannon Gilkey's playing a major role in this, and with Always Learning, which is the nonprofit that's set up, to say, okay, what do we do in the last quarter? What are we going to do in this quarter? How many hours did we put in? How many? Uh, and then everybody is going to be held, you know, accountable is a real strong word, but every, everybody's going to have a piece of that. So they're going to have a piece of the success, right? They're, when they meet, they're going to say, we bought in to that, um, goal of reaching or exceeding Massachusetts levels on our reading and math scores by the end of the decade. So it's basically funding is going to be diverted to some of these programs, out-of-school programs, with the intention of one having some kind of formal or informal check-in on the learning that's taking place and with the, the hope or the goal or the anticipation that with that accountability and with just sort of adding to the existing out-of-school programs, no matter how formal they are, like that robotics program or perhaps less formal things that I'm trying to think of an example right now, painting or whatever it is, you know, small business, people who are in gaming, whatever the case may be, that that in turn becomes a formal part of their preparation for what ultimately will be outcomes on test scores? Is that a fair summary? Yes. And so when you're partnering in, again, I'll go to Newport as being the model, Bill, right? So um, the funding that we put through uh, on the state side or the federal side will get allocated uh, based on a, uh, a population percentage uh, and also some sort of income, um, you know, uh, uh, variable, right? So, but those dollars are going to get directed to the municipal leaders, and then those municipal leaders are going to pick their partners in that community. And those partners are basically going to become part of the compact. And then regularly, like you said, we will be meeting uh, and saying, geez, you're on track. We can take every district in the state, which we already have, and we know uh, through RIDE what, what growth they would need, anticipated growth on each testing cycle to reach that, that goal, right, to re by the end of the decade, and which we will reach. 
But we also can get it down to every school in the state. And we can go every school saying, this is where you are now. This is where you need to be collectively when you add in all the all the 350 some odd public schools in the state. This is where you need to be as a community for us to collectively uh, reach that goal. Really interesting. Do you think that how long do I, I'll rephrase it. How long do you think it's going to take? And it's it's impossible to know, but to identify which programs that already exist, like that robotics program and the other dozen or two dozen, whatever it is, how, how do you identify what qualifies as a program? Do they have to be under the umbrella of a particular organization? Do they need any kind of established LLC? Or I'll use myself as an example. You know, I was in a band in, in high school. We met Every two, th- two or three times, four times every week, there was an economics lesson there every time. There was a reading, writing lesson every time, there, writing music, writing press releases. Uh, There's a lot of math involved, figuring out what can we afford for equipment? How can we, you know, how can we make money off of this? We're, we're, when you put out a CD, you're figuring all that out. I learned a lot from there. Probably yeah. more math came from my yeah. time in a band than it did from actual math class. But how would that qualify under that? Uh, that umbrella accountability, so to speak, given that something like a band or a pickup project of some sort doesn't have an umbrella organization above it. So first of all, we want all that to continue, right? Yep. Um, the piece, uh, which is a which is a piece of the of the whole puzzle, will be our focus on municipal leaders to identify the activities in their community. Or add through the guidance that we provide additional possibilities, right? Uh, and it'll be uniquely to each community. So, so the so they'll identify the ones that are willing to get under this umbrella of of uh, you know really being measured on the on the ultimate goal here. Let's reach Massachusetts levels by the end of the decade. Uh, and 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 so things that aren't identified for some reason. Those groups can go to their municipal leader and say, you know, I think that we, I think we fit, and I like the idea of signing on mm-hmm. uh, to that goal, and I, and I, and I would like to be part of that success, uh, and I understand that I'm going to be measured based on on my contribution, and then the municipal leader can kind of say, yeah, okay, if you're willing to come on board, then come on on board, right? There's going to be some groups, and we've met with a couple that feel as though they 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 just want to stay independent. They have this, you know, they have a plan that says that they are contributing uh, to overall good of the uh, young people that they're that they're working with, and that's going to be fine. So we're not. This is going to be very very voluntary, very organic. Yep. But our efforts going to be steered because I I really have a high level confidence that one of the pieces that we have not really maximized yet is municipal leadership, their ability to convene, their ability to be a um, you know, a bully pulpit saying this is important. I, I, I declared that education was the issue of our time when I was a mayor in the town of Cumberland. Mm. And I did that. And, and so that kind of resonates. And so there's going to be a number of things that will be uh, in, this, in this overall effort, the, uh, you know, the, uh, the Learn 365 RI. Uh, I think it's that extra piece that's going to really move us really quickly. Uh, and then there's going to be other other areas that people just feel well they're comfortable in their space and they're just going to keep on doing what they're doing and and, and we'll acknowledge it's good work but it just won't be part of this Lewin 365 RI. 
I'm reminded of Steve Heath of Fab Newport, who is one of my favorite people. And I've gone down there and visited and had had my mind blown. Fab, anyone who doesn't know, look up Fab Lab and Fab X is actually the yeah. statewide uh, organization. He has everything from he has a whole golf program where kids are yes. making golf clubs. They're learning about golf maintenance. And you think about what an industry to just get involved in. And this is for kids from all backgrounds. It's a very diverse set of of kids. They're kind of that out of school model. Are they grouping in with you or are they one of those groups that they kind of have their own lane and they're going to be a sort of parallel track? Um, The mayor understands that there's multiple resources that are currently under place. He intends to connect with them as long as they're willing to buy into the compact, you know, the strategy, which will be an annual um, meeting with, with mayor-led or municipal-led meeting about education in that community, which, which very rarely happens. I did that every year as a mayor, uh, and I think my last eight years as a mayor. And, um, and so, yeah, so th- I think what's going to happen is that these groups, like you just said, or they have a bicycle uh, uh, program down there. It's yes. off Broadway, right? Yep. Uh, like Newport. Yeah, it's great. And uh, my nephew actually worked in that system. I think he's in Fall River working a similar model right now. But all those things are going to work. Uh, and and, it, and it'll be up to the, the mayor, and we can provide the guidance with a municipal leader where there isn't a mayor, uh, to identify current strategies that are in place. They can evaluate. And then those strategies that are already working, already doing the work, if they buy into the compact, then they're going to be part of this model. If they choose to just stay independent, uh, then then that then that's their call as well. So um, when you have this uh, annual um, learning education meeting, you're going to convene families and parents. In the case of Newport, it's great because the school department through the superintendent is on board. That's the most ideal thing you could have. So you can align what happens, you know, on that 365 with what's happening in the 180. And um, so what? So I think that it's it's a very welcoming strategy. No one, we're not saying, oh, uh, what your work is not good work. What we're saying is, we want your work to kind of say, you're willing to buy in to this compact, which we are going to meet Massachusetts levels by the end of the decade. And those who choose to to get in and partner with the municipal leaders, they'll benefit from some of the resources we put on the table. But that doesn't mean that they can't continue doing that work, Bill. So- all right. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank so, you. so two, uh, two quick ones. So in the case of Newport, let's say mayor comes of Oravong, identifies the Newport. Very they, good they, pronouncing his last name, by the way. I haven't got that down and I have no Zai for almost 20 years now. I appreciate that. There yeah. it is right there. I, I don't know how many people can correctly pronounce his name, but, uh, I try to throw it in there when I can, cause I practiced it. No doubt about it. Um, <laughs> He identifies, let's say, the equipment growers market. They have a program where where kids grow gardens and then distribute food, f- fresh food to areas that don't have access to it in, on the island. He identifies that group as something that could be an effective component of, of Learn 365. They sign the compact. Do they get funding? The, the, mon- the funding will go through the municipal leader on application. Uh, those funds will be distributed to any community that currently, you know, as funds become available, whatever, whoever's in on the compacts, right? And then they, the municipal leadership will will kind of identify areas that they he thinks that those, you know, he can invest in currently programming, right? Like the robotics program in Newport, 
we, that might be a way to kind of fund into that. Yep. As long as that robotics program buys into the into the overall objective of meeting, you know, those levels by the end of the decade. And um, so, yes, so they could or they, you know, they certainly could qualify. But the piece that we're going to bring to the table is that we're going to provide guidance to the municipal leaders. Out of my office, right, I've assigned a couple people that are, you know, you know really focused on this issue that have education background, along with RIDE, who RIDE has agreed to make work with municipal leaders and help guide them in terms of how how to spend those dollars and identify things that actually will make a difference, right? Also, Shannon Gilkey at, at Higher Ed. Right. We didn't even talk about the role that Higher Ed is going to play in this. They're going to play a significant role in this, right? That they're going to be working with, you know, kids that are um, ready to go to uh, uh, college in two or three years and creating real uh, um, strategies where they can gain credits and, uh, you know, college credits coming out of high school. Our higher ed is going to play a significant role in this, and that's why when we brought in uh, in August last year, we had our first meeting. It was very organic. It was just like, what do you want to do? Both Commissioner uh, Infante Green, Commissioner Gilkey, our DLT director, Matt Weldon, uh, now our Secretary of Housing, with the with representation from the NEA, the AFT, with representation uh, eventually when after I get past the primary. Uh, we had another meeting, uh, brought in more of the higher ed uh, influence. All our college presidents are there, the state state schools, and representation from the for the college presidents from the from the uh, private schools through their executive director, CTE boards at the meeting, school committee, uh, you know, organizations at the meeting state, uh, as well as the superintendent associations there, uh, and we, and then we lay it in after the general election. We lay it in the uh, the nonprofits that we that we have identified that could be very helpful to give them an idea what's going on. Very organic process, um, and you couldn't do this. You couldn't have this announcement until you had a four-year term because you can sure. just imagine if you were saying, oh, we're going to do this, and then and you're sitting there in front of a primary, which was not easy, and a general election as well. You needed the four years. Now that's why we're starting to get the buy-in from the municipalities. But we've been working on that, Bill, since last August. Uh, and I've been thinking about this uh, since I was a mayor, of sure. what you could do on a statewide basis to help our families achieve the three things that I've set down as most important. One is raising outcomes on our academics across the board for any age group, right? Um, raising incomes for our, our families and the people that live in the state of Rhode Island. We know they're directly connected. Uh, we know that if we meet Massachusetts levels, which we will by the end of the decade, uh, it's worth about $2 billion of earning power to the families in the state of Rhode Island. That's not a small number. And finally, health making sure that we're healthy uh, and so we can enjoy living in this great state. And you raise incomes, you raise academic outcomes, you raise, you raise our health uh, in terms of our you know, physical condition, uh, both mental and physical, right? Um, that's a good formula for success. This piece of Learn 365 RI is a piece of that, uh, and it's not one thing that's going to get us over the finish line, so to speak. But this is going to be a very important spot, and we're asking all municipalities to get involved, and we're asking the the you know the, your audience to um, really take a look at what we're doing, uh, because they're going to play a major role in this culture change that's going to happen in Rhode Island 
that education is really a priority in every household uh, in the state every day. And you answered my question about Ride's role in all of this. So thank you very much, Governor McKee, brought to you today by the University of Rhode Island Online. Visit uri.edu slash online and CCA Health Rhode Island, delivering uncommon care to Rhode Islanders. Governor, thanks so much for stopping by. Thanks, Bill. Let's let's do a quarterly check on this, check up on this. Uh, This is what uh, we want to be held accountable. Uh, And we know that uh, what we're working on, the more people who really get uh, excited about it and buy in, the more successful we're going to be. Happy to do it. Okay, thanks.